And a three, two, one. This is episode number 101 of The Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Homeowner Show. We're glad that you could join us this evening. That's right. We're, I mean, the show's going to come out in the morning, but we record it in the evening. And Kate, we're just going to pull back the curtain for you guys right here and just let you know. The, we don't, the show's not in the morning, all right? In case you didn't know, <laughs> this is a pre-recorded show. That's right. And guess when we have time to pre-record shows? In the evening. evening. Why? Because we have lives and because we have children. Right. So, those things. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> do do what you will, people. That's right. I live, mean, live it's up your to you. best life. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, anyway, it mine is just happened to involve children and work and, and you know things yeah. outside of this podcast. Yeah, you and I are similar so, in that. So, but what's new, man? Dude, it's been it's been a weird customer week. A weird customer week, which For, means it's gonna be story time. It's, it's a little story time. Yeah. <laughs> So there's, 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 there's two kinds of customers I run into and one is suspicious Mm. and then the other is forgetful. Oh, well, where, where do I fit? Because I'm one of your customers. (laughs) You're, you're fine. Oh, okay. No, I'm I'm talking about problem children is is what, is what we're talking about right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, my, my first one was suspicious and that's always fun. Mm. Um, and, and a lot of people don't realize that when I, when I walk up to take care of it, they don't realize that I'm the owner. Oh yeah. You know? And so they, they tend to talk to me as if I'm in like an employee of this corporation that has executives in Iowa or something. And I don't really understand what's going on. It, they, they just think you're a worker, right? One, someone out beating the streets, doing what you do, which right? is fine. Like, which is actually great because I, I want to know how people are treating my employees. Sure. And so like, it's, it's, it's good that I have similar experiences to them. And so this one was just weird because it was, it was, it was probably a little old lady in her late seventies. Mm. Um, and one, I mean like just to like time stamp this particular episode, we're like in the middle of Corona. Yeah. And so the, the protocol for us has been with my guys is like, look, if you're going to the door, put your mask on, you know, put your gloves on and just be respectful of, you know, the customer and it's their property. You don't know how they feel about this. And also it's just safe for you. Put right. your mask on. Yeah. So I'm all masked up and gloved up and I go to the door and she comes to the door, no mask on barefooted. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just like, okay. So we, we start having this conversation and she goes, well, do you, do you want to, you want to come inside and spray the house first? Or do you want to just, how do you want to do this? And I said, well, do you want me to spray the inside? And, and she kind of looks at me cockeyed and she goes, uh, why, I know why wouldn't I want the inside sprayed? Yeah, I, I know where this is going. And, you know, my typical response to this is like, well, there's a lot of customers that I have that don't like pesticides inside their home. And so I like to make sure that they know that they have the option to not have that done if they don't want to. And she's like, well, that's ridiculous. Oh, why would I want half a service? Oh, and I'm like, well, ma'am, it's not half a service. You still get the same warranty. You still get the same service. You still get the same treatment. We're going to get rid of the bugs. We just don't necessarily have to come inside to do it. And she's like, well, if I'm paying, and she said the price, and if I'm paying that amount of money, why should I only get 
half. I mean, if you only did the outside, I don't, I don't even know if I'd want to pay for half of this. Oh, and I'm like, well, that that's fine. And I don't want you to feel like you're being taken advantage of. <laughs> I said, all of a sudden you've put yourself in the driver's seat because you're like, I can leave. <laughs> if that's what you really want right now, I'm out. Yeah. And, 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 and then it just became this sort of back and forth. And like, I was like, look, I'm happy to come inside and do the inside if that's what you want me to do. Right. And it was, and then it just became, well, I just need to rethink this. Hmm. Okay. Like, that, that, that's fine. She goes, I'll give you a call if I, if I make any decision. I'm like, okay. So I went back to the truck and I called my office and I said, listen, here's what's going to happen. If this lady calls, we're booked. Mm-hmm. I'm not making another water haul here that, no. for her to waste my time or anybody else's time. Yeah. And, and like, let, let's, let's be clear to our listeners because I had this very same conversation with your dad who is a co-owner the original owner of the company yeah and and when when i first met him um i we were i wasn't interviewing him to come and do pest control i knew him outside of that and so he i was like yeah you know we're about to buy a house i would really like you to come over and, and spray and he said well uh, we're happy to do that, but we don't really spray the inside of houses anymore. Right. And I said, what are you talking about? I, I've never heard of that because every pest control company that we've ever used comes inside, does their thing. And he said, well, listen, here's the thing. Uh, and, and you could probably explain this better than than I could, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. He said, here's the thing. Where, where do you want the bugs to live? Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't really want them to live. I want them to die. He said, okay, well, I understand that. But if they're going to live, which they are, which they are, where do you want them to live? And I said, somewhere besides my house. And he said, that's what I expected you to say. Mm-hmm. Now, what we do is we spray outside so they never get inside. Right. And he said, if we spray outside, then there's no way they can cross that barrier without dying and we spray a certain f- number of feet outside the house and a certain number of feet up the house. Mm-hmm. And then they can't get into your house. And so, therefore, you have no bugs. And I went, genius. <laughs> Come spray my house, yeah. please. Well, and, like, it's, it's less exposure. I mean, like, sure. you know, so, so, so that was problem child number one. Problem child number two was a whole different ballgame. It was someone that had actually previously used our services. Mm. And it was, it was, they don't want just one time before. And then, you know, like, Hey, we want to get on the schedule. Please come out for a regular. So today was the day. And so I had to call her on the phone cause it's one of those automated gated places. Who lives in those places? I, <laughs> <laughs> Hoity toity jerks. That's yeah, who. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> jerks. <laughs> um, Me, by the way, I live in one of those places. Yeah, so, okay. Which is why it's still accurate. <laughs> yes. Um, but <laughs> anyway, so I get this lady on the phone and like, Hey, I'm, I'm outside at the gate. I just need, need to come in so I can take care of the property. And she's like, Oh, we don't, we don't want you to come in. Oh, I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm sorry. What, what's, what's going on? She's like, well, last time you were here, after you came, the ants just got worse. Mm. And I'm like, really? That's interesting. And so I pull up my notes and I immediately remember the conversation. And I said, well, ma'am, if you recall, um, I didn't come to treat ants last time. And in fact, it was something completely different. And we made a note here that I had let you know that I couldn't treat for ants because the interior of the house was so messy. (laughs) (laughs) 
They're they're everywhere. And and so if <laughs> if the interior of the house hadn't been addressed, it's it's really wouldn't be surprising if the ants increased. Mm. And she's like, well, we just really weren't happy with the service because the ants got worse. And I'm like, no, I know. <laughs> we we fully expected that was going to happen. <laughs> wow. And like, I, I I hate having those conversations, especially like when I when I've been there and like you have to, but you have to be honest with someone and like, like the reason you're having a problem is be, because there's jelly all over the counter. Mm. And and like at the same time, I'm sympathetic. Like, look, I can, I see, I noticed that there are three rugrats running through this house and you had to make lunch and it's, it's difficult, especially right now when there's no school and right. all this stuff's going on. I get it. But like, I can't help you if what, because what you're going to put out is way more attractive than anything I can help them get over right. or bait or any of that kind of stuff. Because, you know, anyway, it, it it, well, can, it's, it can be a much longer conversation, but like, it's just, it's just always interesting to me, the personality type and the way that they uh, end up treating service people that come into their home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, like she probably has no idea that like I'm, the, I'm the owner. Right. Um, she thinks you're some punk that's just showing up to spray her house. Right. And, and, which and, you are, what, I am. <laughs> and, and, but they think that you, they, they, it's weird, man. Like they think that they can talk to you. Mm-hmm. A different way mm, you know I understand because I, I've, I've actually had it happen several times not several times where someone has just a, like a bee in their bonnet about something it was like well I, I just need to call and talk to the manager okay. i'm like well you you can but he's gonna ask me what to do right <laughs> 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 the the manager's one step below. Yeah. So um, I mean like you're you at the top the, of the food chain here. So right. like, <laughs> you got the man. Well, so, and so like I, I think that the thing that a lot of people need to understand, and this is this is helpful information for our listeners right now. Like people like like you in this service, they're gonna warranty if they're any if they're worth their salt, mm-hmm. they're gonna warranty the the service that they provide. Right. And so if you walk in there and you say, Listen, I'll treat the ants. Well, guess what's going to happen? She's going to call back and she's going to say, listen, the, the ants are getting worse. I need you to come out and bait them again. Right. And all of a sudden, you're just throwing money at something that you know you right. cannot fix. So there's no point in doing that. So I think for our, for our listeners, one of the things you like, one of the smartest things you can do is is to ask better questions. Mm-hmm. And this is what we, we, we preach this all the time ask better questions a better question is can you help me understand how to get rid of these ants yeah and 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 you say yes absolutely i can treat them but first we've got another issue we want to we need to solve and at that point it's not contentious Mm -hmm. nobody's mad nobody's upset if you if you wind up telling me something i don't like we can deal with that but you at least ask the intelligent question yeah so Man, that's that's tough. Customers can be difficult. Well, yeah, and then they, you know, especially when they have just certain ideas in their head as to the way things ought to be done. Sure, and, and that's and that's fine because it's their property. They don't have to do things the way that I would suggest. There's lots of other companies out there. I think there's like thirty six thousand of us in the Houston area. Is that it? I mean, I, <laughs> that's, that's just Houston. Oh, okay, by the way, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that really leads us into our conversation that we're going to have today. So, be, because I. 
I assume that the the guest that we have on our show today has some pretty particular customers that they're going to be dealing with and have a way that they think this should go. Yeah, and most likely they're going to be like, uh, we have a better way. Well, and, and we we should learn a lot about Kevin and I tonight because this is absolutely a subject that I think neither one of you neither one of us know hardly anything about. Well, thankfully not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't, I don't mean the repair part of it. I mean like just broadly in general, like, no. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's a big subject. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and like everybody that we bring in that talks about real estate, it always comes up and like none of us end up knowing what we're talking about. Exactly. Um, As long as we know that it's good. (laughs) Yes. So, and we're not going to bait it anymore. We got our friend Mason Miller in the studio here to talk about now he does credit repair, but we can talk about all things credit tonight i'd imagine oh yeah okay oh yeah so good so so tell us a little bit about your business what you do and and how you got started into it so um i own you know bwi credit solutions um we do credit repair uh credit building Mm -hmm. um you know tips and tricks and pointers for all of our clients for their credit how to you know build a, a thick file um do business credit we do funding um all good things like that. Yeah. So all the fun stuff. So, yeah. and, and when do people typically come to you? I mean, like, obviously if you're doing credit repair, it's cause mm-hmm. their credit's not great, but I would imagine there's, 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 there's other things. So maybe they need a little boost, um, in their credit score. Maybe they're trying to qualify for a better rate, um, get into a different bracket or something like that. Right. So, uh, we can always get in there. We can add like history to their file, um, add some age to their file, you know, add some trade lines, stuff like that. So, yeah. It literally, there's just tons of possibilities, you know, well, and, so and many things we can do just, just real quick. So, so we, un- we understand mm-hmm. a little bit about this, like what distinguishes a good credit score from a bad. So like, are, are how many different categories are we talking about here as far as good and bad? Um, really about four different categories. Okay. So you have below 600, which mm-hmm. is, you know, bad, um, 600 to 650, which is, I guess you'd say average or below average 650 to 700 is probably, you know, more average than regular. Um, and then 700 plus is good. Okay. And so, um, you know, 700 to 750, your rates really aren't going to get much better. Um, really anything over 750, you're good. You've okay. got great credit. So awesome. Yeah. And, and, and as far as like, let's just call it most of America. Mm-hmm. Like where, where is the, the median credit score or do you even know? Mid 600s. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, and, and about 75 to 80% of Americans have, um, inaccurate information on their credit report and have no idea. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Like how, so how three, much? Three fourths. So if there was another person in this room, three of us would have inaccurate information. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it's very, very possible that, even people with good credit have inaccurate information. Is Absolutely. That true? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it could be as something as, you know, small as an indicator, like maybe a bad address or something. But mm. if it's an address on there that you've never lived in, that could be a sign of possible identity theft. And mm-hmm. so it's definitely something you want to take care of. Okay. Yeah. Is, is there ever an, an instance, and this is just where my weird brain goes, <laughs> <laughs> is, is there ever an instance where inaccurate information on your credit report is a good thing? No. Okay. No. So it couldn't be like he had, you know, $20,000 worth of credit line at something. On I've, I've never, you a, know, a good positive like trade line mm-hmm. on a credit report. That's not yours. You have no idea where it's come from. Never come across that. Okay. So <laughs> if, if it happened and you know, and you're like, 
you know, it helps your credit. And I guess it's possible, but, okay. yeah, but I've never point, seen that. That's going to come out though, right? Like yeah. At some point it's going to yeah. come out and all of a sudden you're going to be screwed because it's not accurate. Or whoever does own that account, let's say they miss a payment, you know? Yeah. So. Hmm. Wow. Then you're, you're, you're really in bad shape. Yeah. And if you've taken care of your credit and then somebody that you don't even know misses a payment, I mean, a late payment, that's about 30, depending on the FICO score you're looking at, it's a roughly 35% of your score, 30 to 35% of your score. So one missed payment can tank you. Okay. So, and, and real quick, what is, what does FICO stand for? FICO is the fair Isaac corporation. Okay. Um, and so they were the first credit score. They were the first, uh, corporation to um rate americans on their credit huh so so is that is i mean that's just their business that's what they yeah. do yeah and so they actually charge like if you were to go pull your fico they're mm-hmm. going to charge you as a consumer to pull your fico okay and so per um every time you collect that data they're going to charge you for it okay, okay well well that that brings us up to a whole new set of things here yeah. for a moment because there's websites out there like freecreditreport.com and mm-hmm. I can give a free credit report, right? So you're entitled to one credit report every year. Okay. So that's what they do. Freecreditreport.com gives you your free credit report for that year. For that year. Yeah, exactly. And if you need it past that, you're going to you're going to wind up Yeah, like I, I check my credit, you know, at least every 30 days. Okay. And so there's, you know, there's paid um, subscriptions that you can be a part of like, you know, I I like Experian, the Experian app. Um, 30 bucks a month mm-hmm. and you know, you've got all your information there. I mean, it's every 90 days, but still, um, and then there's other ones. There's my FICO, my FICO is every 30 days and check your FICO scores through there. But you know, you're paying them $30 a month right. and they're paying a dollar and some change for your, for your <laughs> FICO score. Yeah, so, so it's a racket. Oh yeah, yeah. of course. So yeah. I've got a credit card mm-hmm. that reports my my credit to mm-hmm. me but it's probably just an an indicator it's probably is it, not, is it capital one it's capital one is it credit wise it is credit wise okay so that's your vantage <laughs> that's your vantage score and so vantage came along after fico fico um was founded in the early 70s and then vantage came around i believe in the early 90s i could be wrong um vantage is a free credit score and so they pull the same data from your creditors but it's a free score and so that's why like you know i get it all the time hey my credit karma says i'm a 700 but my fico is 580 why is that and i'm like well it's (laughs) the difference between vantage and fico you know they have different algorithms and there's a there's 10 different fico scores they just rolled out fico 10 this year um, so depending on what FICO score you're looking at, mm-hmm. you know, it can vary pretty, pretty drastically. Like, you know, if you've never owned a home before and you go look at your FICO home score, which is either two or five mm-hmm. and you go in there, you've never owned a home. It's going to be lower than your other FICOs because there's not a home reporting mm-hmm. on your credit report. Okay. So there's, there's a whole separate credit report that people are going to look at when you're going to buy for mortgages, home. for auto loans, okay. for credit cards, bank loans, all of that. Yeah. Okay. And so like, does anyone use the Vantage one for... Uh, I would say about 90% of lenders are going to use your FICO. Most lenders are going to use your FICO. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's, let's kind of step back for mm-hmm. just a minute. Kevin needs to take a breath and realize that my credit <laughs> report is not accurate yeah. <laughs> or well, we usable. Can, we can check it out, man. We can check it out. <laughs> 
Well, I, I'm not really concerned. I know I've got it. I know I've got good credit. Uh, good. I don't know exactly where it is. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I know it's good enough that mm-hmm. I'm not going to be turned down for pretty much anything. There you that, go. That being said, though, like I, I know even looking at my credit wise, um, I can see some almost different buckets that mm-hmm. they say. You know, you're you're either low fair or high Mm -hmm. in this area or this area or this area and it's things like credit history Mm -hmm. it's things like um the the amount of money that you utilization yeah Yeah. so can you kind of talk through some of those categories Mm -hmm. that are important and i think that's going to help us to kind of set a baseline Mm -hmm. between how you go mm-hmm. from a bad credit place to a good credit place because if you don't know what those things are then you're going to be set up for failure and, and here's and here's a perfect example mm-hmm. i made a really dumb mistake that i thought was really smart at the time um so when i applied for that capital one card it's um it's a capital one venture card mm-hmm. which gives a good card uh, it's, a, it's a great card i yeah. get two percent on everything that i spend mm-hmm. and i can use it for travel and that's a pretty broad brush mm-hmm. the travel indicates so um when when i when i applied for it i you know i just filled out the application online and I get back, um, they want to give me $35,000 for a credit line. There you go. And and I made a really stupid mistake. What'd you do? I said, I don't need that much. I only want 20. <laughs> and Take as I, much as you can get. Yeah. And yeah. so explain, explain why. So the reason why um, you always want as high of a credit limit as you can possibly get because you can only use... You can't only use it, but you should. That should be a rule of thumb. Never go over 30%. And so let's say you have a $30,000 credit limit. You can use $10,000 on that card without it affecting your credit score. So the more line of credit, the more access to money you have, and you're still keeping your balances low, and you're making your payments on time, all of those things help calculate your credit score. So really, this is, and I know this now, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know it at the time. The, the more that they're willing to give you, it, it's an indicator that your credit score is good, yeah. first of all. Mm-hmm. But it means that if I wanted to go put something crazy amount on my credit card, I could do it without mm-hmm. affecting my credit score mm-hmm. because I have a higher limit. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Absolutely. so let's talk yeah. about what some of those other categories are. So payment history and payment age are, are big ones and they you know they're pretty much the same thing so let's say um you have a card you've got you know you've had that card for 10 years right so the age of that card is 10 years but there's also 10 years of history and so if you've never missed a payment that means you've made on-time payments for 120 months in a row and so all of those things help your credit score, which is, we were talking about trade lines, how we can add yeah. history and add age to a report. It's it's basically the same premise. So um, what we're able to do is add you as an authorized user on a card. Like, let's say you're starting out, let's say you're 18 years old, you have no credit, you never had a credit card. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we can go and add you as an authorized user on some credit cards with age and history on them and an available line of credit, so low utilization. Boom! You're gonna have a credit score. So like, so like your your parents, for example. Exactly. Okay. Exactly, and that's a big one. If you have, if you can leverage your family's credit, it's very easy. It's mm. very easy. And so, like, if if you're a young listener, 
which I, I know probably there's not a lot of young listeners, but if you are, or you need a boost, so let's say you have your wife has great credit and your credit is, you just never worked on it, which mm-hmm. I get that a lot, especially with men, you know, yeah. women typically have better credit than men, you know, come on. Yep. So <laughs> we're going to do what we're going to do, right? We're irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, I'm not going to say that, but yeah. Um, so yeah. So, I mean, let's say your wife has excellent credit and she's got all these credit cards that she's been able to maintain since, you know, high school or college or whatever. And, you know, you've never established your credit, get your wife to add you on all those cars. Just an authorized user. Call the American Express, Chase, you know, Capital One, whatever it is, call them, Mm -hmm. add you as an authorized user. Takes about 30-ish days, 30 to 60 days for that to report. So it'll show up on your credit report. Mm -hmm. But man, dude, the the results are crazy. I've taken somebody from no credit to a 750 credit score. Wow. That's amazing. Well, and and it lead, it leads me into an, uh, a place in that same bucket, which is I I think that there's this idea out there that if you don't use a credit card, just close the account. Mm-mm. And and Mm-mm. but what you're doing in that moment is you are taking that line of credit mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. and so your overall number of how much credit mm-hmm. you or how much not credit how much you can spend mm-hmm. goes down and it plays into that overall percentage mm-hmm. that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people, I, I get the question all the time, how do I get an 800 credit score? Mm-hmm. Well, the best way to get an 800 credit score is to A, not have any derogatory items on your credit report, of course. B, have more than 15 accounts open. Mm-hmm. And so uh, 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 revolving accounts, so like a credit card, right? So have as many accounts open as you can possibly have because i mean if you think about it logically that tells banks and other creditors that you're able to manage your money you know if you've got 15 different cards that you're making payments on time with your your utilization is low your age is high your payment history is perfect mm-hmm. everything is is perfect on your credit your, your credit report i mean why wouldn't they loan you money you know yeah. if you've got a quarter of a million dollars sitting in your pocket right now an available line of credit and perfect payment history 10 years of age any bank in the world is going to loan you money right yeah and and so like i've got some credit cards mm-hmm. um well let me take that back i've got an account with some credit companies that i don't even have a card for anymore mm-hmm. yeah. the card expired they don't even mail me don't cards. close it shred the credit card exactly and and at that point <laughs> What Easy. Is, mm. I, I, I've got I've got a line of credit with them. Mm-hmm. I can use it if I want to. If but you it really need it, you can. Yeah, you can go into the store. You can call them if you really need it. Yeah, but um, well, so, yeah, don't close it. So then, what is card. what is this uh, this thing with banks where if you go to apply for a bigger loan, mm-hmm. they tell you not to open any new accounts. You, you know what I'm talking about? They don't want to see that you're using your credit okay. while you're in the, like, let's say you're trying to purchase a home. Right. Right. The worst thing you can do is go buy a car right. while you're, right. <laughs> you know, in in the underwriting right. phase. Um, because that's going to hurt your credit temporarily. You okay. know, it's, it's not permanent, but temporarily it's going to hurt your credit score. And to the bank, if I'm going and I'm trying to purchase a half a million dollar home and then I turn around and go buy a hundred thousand dollar Cadillac or something that doesn't look very good on paper, yeah. you know? And so you got to look at it from their eyes, you know, some people can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's say I've got a paid off mortgage on a two and a half million dollar property and I'm trying to go purchase a half a million dollar house and, or maybe two half a million dollar houses. And then I go and I just want to buy a, you know, nice car or whatever. Right. 
yeah, they see on your credit report, you know, in the underwriting process that, okay, well that bank loaned him two and a half million dollars. He paid it off. No problem. Yeah. You know, but that's not typical. That, yeah, and that's yeah. not everybody. Right? So how, how much of a hit do you take on your credit? Like when you like, let's, if I, I assume a typical car is like, you know, $30,000. How big of a hit in your credit do you? Do it's you, not a lot, you know, 20, 30 points, but okay. it's enough to, to drop you into another bracket. Yeah. So, for sure. I mean, it's, and it's, and everybody's situation is different. Um, but, you know, I, I just purchased a vehicle mm -hmm. uh, about back in April, late April, dropped my credit 25 to 30 points. Mm. Um, and it's coming back up, you know, after about six months, those, those, well, after 90 days, those inquiries don't affect your score anymore. After about six months, you know, you're, you're right back to where you were. So it's a, it's an inquiry line item on your report mm -hmm. that has a, I guess, a, a date that it goes mm -hmm. or expires. Mm -hmm. so well, it, they stay on your report for two years. Okay. Um, but after 90 days, they don't affect your score. Oh, okay. So. Well, let me ask you this then. Mm -hmm. So I've currently got a vehicle that I've been looking at. Mm -hmm. um, I'm. It's an old vehicle. Mm -hmm. So most places are not going to give me money to mm -hmm. go buy an old vehicle. But I can take out a personal line of, of credit. And so um, let's say I, I go in and I, and I get... $10,000 out to buy this vehicle. Mm -hmm. um, would it, I mean, how, how much is that going to affect since it's different than a, I mean, it's a loan, but it's a personal loan versus a car it, loan. It depends. Versus, I mean, what kind or different loans, different. Yes. Things. Yes. So, um, like a credit card is going to be a revolving account. And so that's when they're going to factor utilization. Okay. And so if you take out a revolving line of credit, Meaning if I take out $10,000, I use $5,000, I pay it back, now I have $10,000. You know, it's not your traditional installment. Mm -hmm. Whereas an installment is I take out $10,000, now I have $10,000, and I pay all my payments and I pay it off, now it's gone. Okay. You know what I mean? It, yeah. That, it won't affect your, if you take out a personal loan, an installment loan, you're, you'll be fine because there's no yeah. utilization. Well, and on top of that, the only reason I would do that is so that I could purchase the vehicle now, mm -hmm. sell the vehicle that I've currently got, at which point I would have the money to pay it off. Like I'm I'm thinking I might have this this loan for a month, hmm. maybe two, and then I'm paying it all back. Yeah. You know, this is a short term loan. Short term loan. Yeah. Just gonna give me enough to to have the purchasing power. Just curious what, what kind of vehicle are you looking at? It's an a Ford Expedition. No. And sorry. A Ford excursion. An older one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's like what it's, year? It's a the one that I'm looking at is a it's a 2004 model. They only made five years of those mm -hmm. of the excursions. Mm -hmm. They're a massive, massive yeah. vehicle. But since they're they only tanks. made them, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're tanks. But since they only made them for five years, they're kind of a commodity at this mm -hmm. point. So they've got a. It's weird because um, they're worth more than most credit people think they're worth really you know so like mm. um for example it was the only suv that's ever been built on a three-quarter ton chassis mm -hmm. that is that they make a diesel engine for and mm. so that in and of itself makes it very very rare so 
it's like anything the more rare it is the more it's worth scarcity it's yep. scarcity makes yeah. it worth more so mm-hmm. you I, I looked at one today just kind of browsing because I'd, I'd like to have one of these um i looked today it's a 2005 so it's the latest model that they made uh it's a diesel engine it's got 135,000 137,000 miles on it and they want $25,000 for it dang now Whoever paid, its value. Yeah. yeah. Who, yeah. Who, whoever whoever buys that is an idiot, in my opinion. Yeah. However, if that's what you want and you're willing to pay the money, yeah. then it's worth every bit of that yeah. to you. So mm-hmm. anyway, but you know, it, it if if you want a certain thing, you, sometimes you have to have the buying power to go out and do it. Yep. You know, oh, for yep. sure. Absolutely. Which which I mean, you could go do that, man, where you could just put the hundred dollars down on the new Bronco. Oh man, come on, get yeah, you a but, cyber truck, man. Come yeah, on, well, well so, so <laughs> we've Craig and I have actually talked about you know, like uh, a couple of different battery powered yeah. trucks. And was the, the one we were looking at the other day, the Badger? The, the yeah, the Badger. Uh-huh. Have you have you seen these? No, I haven't. So it's it's kind of weird, man. It's at a company called Nikola, like Nikola Tesla, exactly. Wow, yeah. <laughs> and so apparently, their big claim to fame is they came out with the very first electric semi truck. Uh-huh. And so now they've teamed up and you you knew who the dude was. Heavy, yeah, it's Heavy D. Heavy D. Heavy Heavy D is a Heavy D a, and the boys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Heavy D Heavy D is a um diesel diesel brothers. Yeah. Um he they they rebuild diesel vehicles and, and refurbish them and then they wind up right now like their big thing is they give away a vehicle every month. Wow. And 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 you have to purchase you know, $5 purchase on their online store gets you an entry. Huh. And so the so more like you spend, yeah, it's a raffle. Yeah. And then they give away, like right now they're in the middle of giving away a 2020 F three fifty. Dang. So they're giving it away and it's, it's jacked up. It's a hundred thousand dollar truck. Oh, it's, easy, it's, yeah. it's easy. hundred thousand dollar truck. They're, Jeez. they're giving it away. That's so, crazy. Anyway, so anyway, heavy yeah, they, they partnered up with Nicola and developed this truck called the Badger. Um, which is, I mean, like, what was it? Like zero to 16, like 2.9 or yeah. something like that. 2. It, was, 9, it was ridiculous. 2.9 seconds. Yeah. How, got, how big of a truck is it? How much does it weigh? They, it's comparable to a half ton pickup. Okay. Yeah. But so. it's got 900 950 foot pounds of torque Jeez. and it's got like the, the towing capacity on this thing. It was like seven, s- 8,000, seven or 8,000. No, no. Yeah. Those electric like, vehicles can we're, tow. We're talking dude. like 15,000 pounds. Oh really? That it'll tow. Have okay. you seen the, uh, the prototype for the, uh, Tesla 18 wheeler? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. Ridiculous, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, I, one day, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I would definitely love to have something mm-hmm. like that, but you know, we're, we're kind of not trying to spend all of our money. You know? <laughs> that thing's ninety ninety thousand yeah. dollars. I think the Badger is. is. The Badger yeah. is uh, the one that, and not only that, it, it's got a six hundred mile distance. Wow, that was the most impressive go. part to me was yeah, the, how the, far it could go. The distance is insane, but you know. We, we need something that we can tow yeah. uh, a camper with and we definitely need more tow room. a camper. We, yeah, <laughs> we need, we need more room for our, for our kids. Yeah. And so it's one of those deals where it's like, man, for relatively inexpensive, um, I can go purchase a vehicle that will allow me to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to cost me $70,000 for a new truck, mm-hmm. you know? So anyway, yeah, yeah I've, I've actually seen a, uh, a model three towing a two horse trailer. 
like full. Really? Yeah. Dang. Dude. And, I, and like, it didn't even like struggle. Those, uh, those Teslas, man, they're incredible vehicle. Have you ever drove one? I, I, I haven't driven one. I've oh. ridden in one, but yeah. They are fast. So they uh, are fast. Our, our, uh, our, our buddy Jordan Bean should, uh, should be letting me test drive one. I know you're listening, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> call on, call me, call me over. I want to, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, we're, we're kind of off track. So, um, <laughs> that's not true. You need good credit to buy a Tesla. Exactly. <laughs> you, exactly. You absolutely do. And if you want to put a deposit down on something, you need the money to be able to do it. So what are some of the other buckets that we haven't even talked about? We talked about history. We talked about credit, um, uh, age, age. Yeah. It, what else? Is there anything else? Um, you know, the obvious, the derogatories, you know, those, those are no good. Yeah. Um, definitely shouldn't have those on your credit yeah, report. And, and, and sometimes that's as easy as getting, you know, making sure that you're not having to send a check in with your bill, mm -hmm. right? Like get on our, get on a automatic Definitely, payment type thing. Yeah. I tell all of my, my clients, um, set up an auto pay, just do the minimum. So that way, at least if you, you know, you can always pay more, you have a lapse in judgment or whatever. Yeah. You, you can always come in there, but the main thing is that you're not missing that payment. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, cause those are, those are no fun. Yeah. yeah and with fun. bank automation, there's no, I mean like there's yeah. not a good excuse. At yeah. This there's point. really not, there's really not. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it does happen. You know, I've, I've got clients that, you know, of course they've got late payments and we're pretty good at getting them off, you know, and getting them removed. Yeah. Um, Some, but, sometimes it's as easy as calling and saying, Hey, look, I, I need this taken off. Right. Yeah. I just need a, need a, well, you can do that. Definitely. Um, yeah, you can do that. It's a, a, a goodwill is what you know the creditors like to call it so mm. you can either send a letter you can call them um sometimes they want to do it like a paper delete mm -hmm. um so you know it's just 50 bucks 100 bucks or something to delete that late payment um oh, okay so, so so you might pay 50 dollars for a 30 dollar late payment but it takes yeah. it off your credit score but gets, yeah which changes everything yeah okay exactly so okay. they they know they've got the power sure so Dude, that's extortion right there. It, that's <laughs> listen, man. The credit bureaus in general extort yeah. American citizens, and I, you know, I was a victim of it. Um, I was a victim of identity theft three different times, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of why I got into credit repair. Okay, um, so I actually went to a credit repair company and um, you know paid them. I can't remember exactly how long it was. It was better part of a year. Um, didn't see. You know, too many changes, um, had a couple inquiries fall off or whatever. But, you know, I even told them, like, this is identity theft. You know, this is fraud. And they couldn't get it off. So I, um, um, yeah, so anyways, um, so I uh, I did my due diligence. Um, I canceled my subscription with them or um, did my due diligence and figured out what I needed to do to get these accounts remedied and get them off my credit report. So um, that's what I did. Uh, figured that out. Took me about, I don't know, three or four months mm -hmm. to get everything, you know, taken care of and off of there. Um, and so that's kind of where my journey started with credit. And okay. then uh, flash forward probably three years or so, mm -hmm. um, I met a mutual friend out in Las Vegas and um, she actually she does credit repair she does mentorships um you know she consults with a lot of celebrities and like um you know she's got like a-list clients and stuff like mm -hmm. that um and i just saw her lifestyle and i was just like man this is all from you know credit you know just <laughs> learning the game learning what the public education system fails to teach us mm -hmm. um so i was really impressed as a matter of fact you know she uh 
she put a me and my business partner uh, Christian. She mm-hmm. put us on a private jet and flew us out to New Orleans. And she went. I, I was expecting to show up to the uh, to the airport, and she was going to be there. She wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. She just put us on a private jet and flew us out to New Orleans. And we're, I was like, dude, that's freaking cool. What, so, what, was it just for fun or just like, for fun? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Just to, just to get us out and show us New Orleans, I guess. And she didn't even show up. She just <laughs> wanted to do it. I was like, wow. that's awesome. Yeah. So you know, it, it really opened my eyes to the uh, the possibility and and you know how you know, how it can, uh, change not only my life, but my business partner's lives. And yeah, so it's, it's been a fun ride so far, man. And I've, I've learned so much and Mm. no matter where I end up going in life, um, I'll probably always stay in this area, in this space, Mm -hmm. um, somewhat, you know, but no matter where I grow or where I go to, um, um, what I've learned in the last, you know, three or four years or so, will help me and, and my family and everybody that I know just drastically, you know, and that's, that's the whole premise of why I started this. You mm-hmm. know, I, I just wanted to help people. And one of the best ways to give back is to not only take somebody out of a situation where they're struggling, mm-hmm. you know, and they're hurting and, you know, they're thinking about, you know, my credit sucks every day, you know, it's in, if you try, especially starting a business, if you're trying to do anything, Credit is that one number that rules your life, mm-hmm. you know? It in this really, economy, yeah, for sure. It really rules your life, and it dictates whatever you're trying to do in life. Um, and, man, just the sheer gratitude I get from people whenever I'm able to take them out of a situation and put them into a better situation. Yeah. It's it's worth all the money in the world, man. So Yeah, because you're, you're truly helping them. Oh, I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's easy to even measure how you've helped them. Yeah. You know, I think one of the one of the coolest businesses that you can be in is anyone that's very measurable, mm-hmm. and just because you get a satisfaction of knowing, like I did that mm-hmm. today or yeah. or whatever. You know? and, and seeing a client that you know came to me, you know, six months ago or whatever, and they're mm-hmm. um, buying a house or they're buying a new car or they're out. You know, I see them on Facebook and they're out and about in their new car and having fun, um, <laughs> enjoying it and being with their family and stuff like that. Man, it's it's a satisfaction that you can't put a dollar sign on, man. Yeah. So yeah. I, mean, I truly love it, you know, and like I said, you know, wherever I go in life or whatever I end up doing, you know, God only knows what I'm going to end up doing, but um, I'll take the tools that I've learned in this space and, and I'll definitely utilize it. So, mm. yeah. So let me, let me ask you this, because I think whenever a lot of people hear credit repair, mm-hmm. they, they, they feel like they're going to get taken advantage mm-hmm. of because I think there are plenty of companies out mm-hmm. there that are, let us consolidate all of your stuff into one yeah, monthly idea. payment yeah. and do it that way. Like, mm-hmm. can, can you kind of speak into that a little bit? For sure. So there, there's definitely an, a negative connotation on credit repair. Um, and that's just because there's a lot of predatory companies out there, predatory people, mm-hmm. you know, it's a highly emotional situation. And so they kind of prey on people that are, you know, stuck between a rock and a hard place. And they're easy to, you know, prey on, you know? And they, they have can, to do something. They have to do something. Yeah. You know, their back's against the wall. They have to do something. Um, so like I said, you know, they're, they're, they're easy to prey on. And, you know, they, they either get them on the phone or they throw them into this fancy, you know, web funnel or whatever and promise them the world. And, you know, you can do this and you can do that. And then they never see the results. They shell out tons of money over time and just never see anything, you know? Um, and it happens a lot or 
you know, they, they, they pay these companies that promise them the world and mm-hmm. never do anything. You know, the companies never try. Right. And I can get into a credit report and I can tell you if somebody's been working on that file. Oh, really? Yeah. I can okay. tell you if somebody's been working on that file. If you've hired a credit repair company, I'll know. Mm. So, and I've had that situation where, you know, oh, I paid the last company, you know, this much money and they didn't do anything. And I get in there and I don't say anything, but yeah, it's, there's no, none of the accounts have ever been under dispute. So they didn't do anything. They took their money and ran and it happens, you know, sure. and then there are those predatory companies and there are those predatory people and there always will be, it'll never go away. Mm-hmm. Um, the best way to combat evil is with good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Way. So, so how, how do you know how to make sure that you're with a reputable credit repair person? Because now one of the things that's kind of nice about your business is if you live in New York right now, you could call you. Mm-hmm and you could help them. Mm-hmm. It's different than a plumber, right? Mm-hmm. It's different than an electrician who mm-hmm. you really have to find someone regional. So you truly can help anyone in anyone in, yeah. in, in, the, in nation. the United States. Yeah. yeah. And so, so there's that, but how do you know if, if they don't know you, mm-hmm. how, how do they know who's reputable and who's not? It's a great question. Um, you know, definitely look at their web presence. Don't deal with a sole person, deal with a company mm-hmm. because I I tell you most of the time somebody gets burned in credit repair in this industry is from just, you know, Joe Blow saying, hey, I can do that, mm. you know, yeah. it'd be this much money, write me a check, you know, make sure you're dealing with a reputable company, check the reviews, you know, look on Google, look on Yelp, you know, do your due diligence before you go paying these people. Right. Um, I think that's what's helped us a lot is most of our clients are from word of mouth. Okay. So it's a lot different, you know, if you were to tell Craig, Hey, you know, Oh, you you need some credit repair. I've got a great guy. I've got a great Mm -hmm. company. Yep. It's, it is completely different than if you go and Google search credit repair and then you've Mm -hmm. got unteenth results of these credit repair companies. You don't know which one to pick. Right. You know, but you're going to go off of his personal recommendation. And so, you know, we really love word of mouth. You know, uh, most of our clients come from word of mouth. Um, and we plan on keeping it that way. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a good model. I mean, yeah, it really we, is. We don't run ads. We don't plan on running ads. You know, we, we're doing just fine. Mm-hmm. So kind of, kind of to that point, I mean, I mentioned that a lot of these companies mm-hmm. are like, I'll just consolidate everything. Mm-hmm. Is that okay not okay what what's what's the last last um last ditch effort to to get rid of some debt is to consolidate because what it's going to show on your credit report there's a remark on every account Mm -hmm. and so what it's going to show is settled for less than agreed Mm. and so let's say you take out a loan a a fat loan let's say it's you know a hundred thousand dollars and you end up losing your job or you know losing your house or whatever and you can't pay that loan so you go to a debt consolidation company yeah, they're going to consolidate that th- that debt. They're going to get the creditor off your back, but it's going to end up being a derogatory account because the remark is a negative remark and it's just as bad as having a collection. Oh man. So they close the account out, you know, they settle it. You don't technically owe that money anymore, but it's going to take a ding on your credit. Mm-hmm. And it's 7 to 10 years before that comes off. 
So, but what you're talking about is like when you go to like a debt consolidation. A debt company, consolidation, not yes. like when you move one amount of debt to like a, another creditor mm -hmm. or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Which I would assume is fine. Yeah, yeah. People do that. It's a balance transfer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People do it all the time. They move money around to take advantage of interest rates. Oh and, yeah, and like that. intro rates. Um, yeah, you know that some a lot of Discover uh, balance transfer they do um, like rewards. So if you balance transfer X amount of dollars, they'll give you X amount of points, things right. like that. And people actually, they they call it uh, manufactured spend. Mm -hmm. And so they will move money around in various places um, and just rack in those rewards. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. People, that's, that's, that's actually a really good way to like go on free vacations. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah, mean, for sure. You rack up the, the airline miles yep. or whatever, and then you pull them all together mm -hmm. because all you're doing is gaming the system yep they put the system in place it's not like you're you're being illegal or anything like that you're just yeah. you're just playing the game yep. Yep. yeah yeah there's a the system there's actually whole blogs and like even podcasts dedicated to like the manipulation of credit mm -hmm. cards yeah mm -hmm. like how to take advantage of different point systems mm -hmm. and rewards and benefits and all these kinds of yep. things i'll give you a little trick um so like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of American Express, right? So I've got the Amex Platinum, I've got Amex Gold working on my black card. So All right. Hopefully soon. <laughs> um, but anyways, you can take your American Express, you can go to any Simon Mall. So like the mall down the street, the Woodlands Mall is a Simon Mall, Gallery is a Simon Mall. Most malls are Simon Malls. So you can go to a Simon Mall. Is that like a company that mm -hmm. manages that owns, or owns it? Owns okay. Mall. Okay, got it. Um, and so you can go to their, um, like their front office, whatever they want to call it. Um, and you can buy a gift card, like a Visa gift card. Um, you know, you can put $500 on a gift card, right? Go to a Simon Mall, make sure it's a Simon Mall. Go to a Simon <laughs> Mall, buy a gift card, put 500 bucks on there. You can buy 10 of them, put $5,000 on there, right? right? So I get three t three points back per dollar I spend shopping. And so the transaction is going to show up as Simon Mall. And so it's shopping. So it's like I just spent $5,000 at the mall but I really just got $5,000 in gift cards. Mm -hmm. Now I take those gift cards, I can run over to the post office, I can buy a money order. Then I can take that money order, I can drop it in my checking account, I can pay my bill. So now I just got 15,000 points for virtually free. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And just put that money right back. Yeah, you can just do it again if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. So in like so, someone like me, like I, I, I don't do hardly any of our finances. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what credit card points even do. What, what, what do you do with those? Um, I mean, there's a lot of things you can pay your bill with them. You can shop on Amazon with them. Best thing to do is to book a flight, book a hotel. Okay. Um, your points are worth more if you travel. Okay. So. Yeah, it's one of those deals where um, you, you get. Like from for what I've got, I, I use mm -hmm. Capital One Venture. We mm -hmm. get two. I get two percent on anything I spend, no matter what it is. But if I use that that cash, so to speak, to pay my bill, mm -hmm. it's only worth one percent. Mm -hmm. But if I use it for travel, it's worth two mm -hmm. percent. Exactly. Um, but there's a lot of things like my card actually allows me to use my points on Amazon, mm -hmm. for example. So there's there they've got deals with these other companies. Mm -hmm. They say, hey, if you do this or if you do that, and they've got, you know, partners, so you, you can put them on a gift card sometimes, and sometimes you get more points for using certain other realtors, not realtors, um, <laughs> certain retailers, yeah. that's the word I was looking for, yeah. <laughs> um, then, you know, if they've got a partnership with them, yeah. you might get 2% if you use it, you know, Duty and Burke, but mm -hmm. if you, you might get 1% if you use, I don't know, like, the best example you could come up with is a purse company. Well, I buy a lot of purses. 
and I, I call them merces actually. <laughs> so, but that's just me. I see guys like you walking around all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're a little man purse right yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's either it's that crunchy. Or they're or crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a fanny pack too. Have you seen the Disney ones? Come on. Oh Craig. gosh, dude. Hey, no, I'm not wearing a fanny pack ever. I ever. Ne- I never thought those would come back. I never did either. And honestly, and here they are. If if I could do one thing to like help the world, I would eradicate fanny packs. Fanny packs. Because everybody looks dumb in them. If you're listening right now, you can't you wear look a fanny cool. Pack, I'm, I'm just saying like it, I don't care how handy you say it yeah. is. It still looks dumb. But, but they, they, they wear it as a fashion statement. Absolutely. They do. Listen, Dude, here, here's like, what I know. Into your the fanny end, pack. There's nothing in there. At, at the end of the day, <laughs> if you're wearing a fanny pack, I am like a hundred percent certain that you are not winning a boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> I, what it means is I can take that fanny pack from you. Yeah. That's right. That's all I know. And whatever's in the fanny pack. <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's right. I can I can just take it off of your body. Yeah. And what yeah. are you gonna do? And what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, we usually try and avoid you know, like insulting and you know injuring the ego of people. But when it comes to this issue, fanny we, packs. Hey, we, let it let it fly. We, yeah. have, a, we have a line of gloves sand. are off. Right. Yeah. The, our line in the sand is fanny pack. That's right. <laughs> I don't care if it has Donald Duck on it. <laughs> I don't care who it is. Yeah. Take it off. Yeah. There's, there's I'm, no I'm, I'm glad we uh, hit that conversation. Me too. Yeah. It's, it's an, it's hey, an important cultural it's moment important. in yeah. our time. We, we have a lot of conversations on here that people need to know. Mm-hmm. And this is one of them. Very relevant. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Are, so are, where are we on, 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 the, on the ladies wearing the fanny pack? Are we still out? I'm, uh, I'm out. I, I'm You're 100% out. Because, I mean, it's basically like it's a purse. I mean, they could take it off and put it on the shoulder. Yeah, I'm like, accepting okay, of the women. Then. I'm You're, accepting of the women wearing uh, fanny packs. Not I'm out. Yeah, I'm out because. But, but guys, buy, we wear come backpacks. On, come on. <laughs> I mean, my wife carries a purse that also has straps on it if she wants to wear it as a backpack. Completely acceptable. She puts a fanny pack on. I'm looking at her strange. <laughs> I'm kind of going, babe. I did not know something very important about you. <laughs> I did not. This needs to be in the vows. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like you, we, I, just for this, I should have made an annulment. <laughs> I think there's there's things I should have known about you yeah. that I did not know about you. Yeah. About the pre when the prenup with the fanny pack. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the lawyer's gonna look this at addendum me in here. What is that? The lawyer's gonna look at me and go, dude, that is some pre thought. Right, yeah. like you have thought this out. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Oh man! All right. Well, okay. So we, we've we've hit on a couple of mm-hmm. you know bad things. You know, like don't don't do this, don't mm-hmm. do that. What is what would you say the number one thing that you advise people on? Do this, and you will always improve your credit score like is there one thing that you say not not one thing but i can hit a couple um set up auto draft on all of your credit cards never miss a payment call your creditors every 90 days ask for an increase in your line of credit okay um does that hurt your credit score not at all if you ask for an increase and they turn you down nope okay nope Hey, there's there yeah you know it's like asking any question you know there's no bad question okay is that something you have to pick up the phone to do <laughs> unfortunately yeah. yeah yeah i mean i i would imagine somebody's come up with some sort of automated system no, they, they, i mean as far as you know what i know no 
you yeah. gotta you gotta call them and it's probably better that you call them because you're speaking to a live agent and mm-hmm. you know it's it's just sales you know chat them up man chat them up they're like hey how you doing today chat them up is it hot there because it is hot yeah. here like they're <laughs> like all of a sudden they're like when i'm when i'm over because right. you know even if they tell you they like i can't do i promise you they can do it yeah you know it's it's very similar to you know i, I have clients that um of course, everybody wants the, a really good credit card, you know, to get rewards and things like that. And so let's say they apply. Uh, one of my favorite cards is, is Chase Sapphire, Chase Sapphire Preferred, Chase Business Inc., right? Mm-hmm. Love Chase. Great, great company. Let's say they, they apply for a Chase Sapphire. They get denied. There's a there's a, um, a phone number. You can just Google it. It's called Chase Reconsideration. Uh, most creditors have these reconsideration lines. Mm-hmm. You just call the reconsideration line, and basically it's just sales. You just sell them on why you need a credit card, mm. why you'd be a good customer, okay. and they have the power to reconsider you. And a lot of them will tell you, like, "Oh, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do that," and that's just a cop out. Mm. All of if you if you're calling that number, they can reconsider you. And so, if they don't reconsider you for whatever reason, hang up and call back. Okay, you might get a different person. At that you will. Point. You will get a different person, and somebody will give you the answer you want. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So can are there instances where you call in and say, "Hey, I want to increase my credit my credit by a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars." Like, can you do that, or or would yeah. you just say, yeah, you "Is it that. better to just say I want to increase my credit score? What will you give me?" Yeah. What what, what do I qualify for? Okay. What yeah, you can. For? Um, like we need uh, another language here. I mean, we need to speak to these people. That's right. Because <laughs> I'm like, calling tomorrow. Y'all. <laughs> so I whenever I do, off. whenever I do increases with uh, with American Express, so they will uh, they'll put on the application what I'm applying for for okay. the for the increase. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can just say you know whatever I qualify for, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, and like for me, in the past year, uh, the income in my household has changed because my wife went from working part time mm-hmm. to full time. Mm-hmm. That might be something. They and that's look at. and that's another. I'm glad you brought that up. It's an interesting point. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you finally so, asked a good one, Kev. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken a hundred and one episodes, y'all, but I have finally arrived. <laughs> no, um, you know, whenever you apply for these cards in your original application, um, it asks you what your annual, you know, salary, how much money you make, right? right? Okay. And so they keep that on record. And so if you end up like, you know, your your wife got a better job, is that what you Yeah, when she went from part time to full time. So okay, yeah, she okay. So she's salary. making more money. So your so. your <laughs> your entire household is your it's technically your stated income. Okay, right. And so whenever you apply. A, make sure you use the entire household's income. It doesn't matter if your mom and dad are living with you or whatever. Use the whole house's income. Hmm. What if Grammy comes income? for like the weekend a lot? What was that? What if Grammy comes for the weekend a lot? Use it. <laughs> so like I said, it's stated income. Okay. Use it. And um and if you if you do get a raise or you get a bonus or you know you're making an extra, you know, fifty thousand dollars a year, call them up and tell them. And then ask for an increase in your line of credit. Okay. okay. Because so they, to, they keep all this stuff record, you know. So and, do you need to call them and then call back? Or do you can you do no, that you can all do on the same time? Yeah, you can do it on the same same phone call. Man, yeah. I, I but call definitely tomorrow. But d- definitely do it, man. Um, you know, take care of it and they'll take care of you. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Hey, a minute ago, you mentioned Chase, and uh-huh. and we we're actually in the middle of a refinance with Chase right okay. now. So we, but we had a really interesting, like, one. It's been a bizarre situation mm-hmm. because they've been stringing us out now for like two and a half months. It's like there's this weird 
thing in the air that like yeah causing people to not call you back and well, all and kinds like, of stuff we can get a hold of people but they just keep changing the rules <laughs> okay. basically so i hate when that happens yeah <laughs> so and, and like you know credit score has not been a problem yeah and, and all this kind of stuff but like what the weird one that came up i think it was it may have been today mm-hmm. they called and they said hey <clears throat> we need you to reactivate your your student loans what hmm. Now my, my wife has student loans and we've always paid Are they them. In deferment? They they put them what was it? Um was it deferment? No, they put them in um what's the word? Forbearance. Okay. Who? So and apparently this is something the federal government mm-hmm. did. They put all student loans in forbearance right now. Yep. And so Chase called us today and they said, Hey, we need you to reactivate your student loans. We're like, we didn't even know they were turned off. Mm-hmm. Like what? What are you talking about? And they're like, well, all student loans went into forbearance, mm-hmm. and so you got to you got to turn get them turned on by tomorrow. <laughs> and so we called the uh, student loan place, and we're like, hey, you know, what, what, what's going on? And they explained to us like they put all student loans in forbearance, and they said, well, it's going to take ten business days to reactivate your account, and it's like, no, we we want to give you money, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like what? I don't understand. How do I pay? Can I flip it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there a switch? I'll, right. I'll come down there and turn right. it. Right. But like, it's it, it's just like weird stuff like that sometimes mm-hmm. that pops up and it's like, it didn't affect our credit. Yeah. Because you're like, we didn't miss any payments or yeah. anything. But like the bank's looking at it going, well, this is, this is. They're not, a, the way they see it is that you're not able to pay it. Right. Yeah. And, and then there was a, there was another one that they were like, well, you've, you've got this amount of money sitting over here and we'd, we'd really just like that account cleared. Well. <laughs> We're like, what? A bank account? No, it was, it was a line of credit. And they're like, and we're like, well, we can pay it off if you want, but we like, it's at 0%. Why would we do that? Is, is it a, like a high, like, is your balance really high? Or? No, not at all. Hmm. So it's, and so like, it's just, it's, it's mortgages one of those, are really tricky. Mortgages are weird. Yeah. And we are learning that refinances are apparently more complicated. Yeah. Not because like closing on a house is, is, I mean, like for me, like it's always been pretty straightforward mm-hmm. you know but like you know kind of getting there has been this has just been like just like one mess after the other of like hey we need you to do this with this account hey we need you. and it's like weird stuff that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with our credit has nothing to do with like our debt to income ratio mm-hmm. or any of that. it's just like hey we need you to turn that account back on well like, like, we didn't turn it off <laughs> yeah, there's like weird stuff that that a lot of creditors will do and and student loans are, are real bad about this um, because they're long payments. Like mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. still paying on mine from 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and so not quite 20, uh, but a long time. And so I, I was, I was getting a notice, Hey, you know, your payments coming up and it's auto drafted. So I don't ever really fully worry about it. Um, uh, but we, I pay a hundred and it was like $116 a month was all I paid. Mm-hmm. I said, Hey, you're, you're, your payment's coming up. It's $87. And I was like, what? What's happened? And so I called in and they're like, yeah, we lowered your payment. You're welcome. And I was like, I don't want to lower my payment. Yeah. I didn't, You're welcome. I didn't, I didn't ask for that. Oh, okay. And, and I said, what I want to do is I want to increase it to make it a round number. Let's make it a 120, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. You know, 125, whatever it is. I want to make it, I want to make it more. Yeah. And, um, and she said, well, you know, you don't have to do that. And I understand, but you're charging me interest every single time. And a lower payment means I'm going to pay you longer. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to pay you longer. I mm-hmm. want to pay you less. So mm-hmm. um, I need that back. And she said, well, there's a form you're going to have to fill out for that. Mm-hmm. And so 
I literally had her, she had to email me a form. I had to sign it, send it back hmm. just so I could get my payment where hmm. it was. I never asked for it to be changed. Well, guess what? <laughs> a lot of people just don't want to do that. Yeah. And so they want to put you through the meat grinder. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Make, make smart choices with your money. I yeah. think that, you know, and it, it, sometimes a lower payment, it might help you. Maybe you need that. But if you don't, and don't don't let these creditors screw you over just because you're unwilling to take the time to check your score, Absolutely. check check yeah. things out. You yeah. know, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I've I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, you got to go fill out this form. It's like being at the DMV. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> I'm wait, trying wait, you, to give you money. I'm yeah. just I just want to pay you more. Yeah. Like, why would you not want me to do that? Well, you and, know? And, and well, and here's here's the 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 silver lining in the cloud and, and all this stuff from us is. You know, there's there's programs and incentives that a lot of people don't realize are available. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, like with student loans in particular, my wife has always worked in the nonprofit sector. Mm -hmm. Apparently, if you spend ten years working full time in the nonprofit sector, you can get your student loans completely forgiven. Yeah, mm. but but there there's there's some, some stipulations. There are stipulations. Yeah, interesting. Because uh. I I almost fell into that myself mm -hmm. and. Um, it's 10 years. It has to be at the same place. It doesn't. They changed that. Well, yeah. I'm calling someone. <laughs> <laughs> because what, she had, she had been, number, Craig? She had been uh, eight years at the same organization. And then she switched over to another organization. And she, and, and, and you know, with, with like a heavy heart did it because she knew that she would, she thought she was losing the ability to get those forgiven. Mm -hmm. And when she was talking with the student loan people today, they're like, Hey, you qualify for, you know, Da, 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 da. And she's like, I thought I disqualified that's, myself. That's Man, interesting. I guess so. I'm going to be on the phone all day tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I hey, it's two. worth it. Hey, it's worth, worth it. it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know, like that one phone call can be worth like, you know, like what, $20,000, $30,000? I mean, not like that, quite, but close. Sure. <laughs> Still worth it. Still I know where you went that. to school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, is there anything that we haven't hit on that you think a listener might Man, I, I could talk about this all day. Okay. All day. Well, so. and so I guess I guess the really good thing to know is that you're available, mm -hmm. and we'll get to that in a minute, but you're available, and I, at the end of the day, your credit score matters. Mm -hmm. The only way your credit score doesn't matter is if you've got a buttload of cash sitting around somewhere and you can pay even cash even for, then it matters it it does because leveraging opm is one of the greatest things that you can do i don't know what you just said other, other people's, people's money, money. <laughs> yeah. hey, well. so if if, if you know that one <laughs> if you've got a hundred million dollars in the bank and you want to purchase something that's 50 million dollars do you really want to pull 50 million dollars out of your bank account or do you want to go to your know. banker and say hey i might and then pay what three percent <laughs> on the note yeah, I'm I'm paying three percent on the note. Absolutely, to make ten percent a year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a deal. Oh yeah. Well, so you know, at the end of the day, if you don't know what your credit score is, find out. Mm -hmm. And if it's not what you really want it to be, mm -hmm. and really where you want it to be is in the seven hundreds. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, hey, for a relatively small amount of money, they can call you, absolutely. take care of it, yeah. and guess what? Your buying power just went way up. And it's not just about buying stuff. It's just a about having the ability to do stuff. We, we talk all the time. Like if you want to buy a house, you have to have credit. And you it's very to important to, to have, you know, the, the, the best score that you can possibly have because the money it's going to save you on interest over a 30 year term is just the, the, the money that we're going to charge you to do what we do is 
a drop in the bucket compared yeah. to what you're about to pay in interest rates. Yeah. And so like this personal loan we were talking about mm-hmm. uh, for the excursion, um, I, I called a couple of different places, credit unions, a couple of banks, and just said, hey, I'm, I'm looking to take out a personal loan mm-hmm. for this amount. And how, so how much is the interest rate? Well, they need more information, right? And I said, I said, well, my last I checked, my credit score is around 800. And they said, okay, well, it's going to be this. And, mm-hmm. and it was like, like one place was 8.5%. One place was 9.5%. One place was 5.99. And I'm like, I'm going 5.99. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that could, over over time, that two or three percentage points could cost you a lot of money that you really don't need to worry about. So yep. higher credit scores gives you better interest rates. Yep. Yeah, so. and and scale that. You know, that's a relatively small loan over a short term. Scale that to a home loan or a small business loan. Yeah. You know, a couple hundred thousand dollars or something like that over you know ten, twenty, thirty years. Yeah, we were talking. About it adds this, up. Uh, I don't know. Quite a few episodes ago about how like a lot of our parents who were buying houses in like the eighties and nineties and they were paying like fifteen percent interest yeah. on these mm-hmm. homes. Now, now, granted, the homes didn't cost as much as they do now, but the money, everything was relative. Yeah. I mean, right? So inflation has And rates to were so much higher. They were so much higher. Yeah. And, yeah. and now you're looking at like, buy a house for 3.5%. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. 2.9. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And so. right now rates are so low. So, so low. low. Now's the time to purchase. So yeah. If you can. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is crazy. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. It's also the time to sell. Because yeah. It's the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> it, like, yeah, it is. It's you're, a paradox. You're getting, you're getting more money for your house than you've yep. ever been able to get for it. And people can buy it because there are lower interest rates than yep. they've ever been. Yep. It's the weirdest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. And they're able to, uh, to qualify. Yeah. You know, more Absolutely. people are able to qualify now than ever. Absolutely. So. Well, listen, um, we we absolutely cannot let you leave until we do the most important thing of the show. Everybody everybody holds their breath <laughs> to this part of the show. And uh, that's what we call the final four. The final four. That's right. So these you, are you don't have a buzzer for me there, we man? D- well, we <laughs> some had horns. one, but someone broke it. Oh, so, yeah. No. It wasn't you, was it? <laughs> it was probably me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so these are the final four questions we uh-huh. ask all of our guests. So we're just going to start it off here. So what is the must-have tool you won't leave your house without? Um, I got man, I gotta go with a face mask nowadays. Oh, <laughs> gotta go you, with the going, face mask. Are you going full shield? Or are you not full shield? I'm not all the way there. Just uh, just your regular old face mask, just to make okay. people happy. Yeah, so, so I this, don't get weird looks and stuff. Is this like a cloth mask that someone made, or is this like? Dude, a- I've got like four masks in my truck, and like earlier, I, I tried to go out and go do something, and I didn't have one mask. So I went home, got all my masks, and threw them in there. I've got like <laughs> good, cloth good ones, surgical masks. It's, it's, yeah, so I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying here, man. Have, I'm trying. I'm doing my part. Have you had Have you had to do the walk of shame back to the truck? I did it like right before I came here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where you like get to the door and you're like, oh, the sign. No, yeah, mask. no mask. No mask. Oh, I gotta go back. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm back at this point. I've got one in every vehicle that I own because I'm like. Uh, this is not going to turn out well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get somewhere and I'm like, I got to go home. Yeah. Not happy. Yeah. Thankfully, we've we've got to adopt it in our daily routine now. It's kind of crazy. That is yeah. right. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, second question. What is a job you've walked away from? Now, I've already told you the precursor. Yeah. Everybody who listens to the show knows it, but 
What's a job you've walked away from? Man, I, I've, I've been thinking about this question. Um, honestly, dude, I, I, I don't have an answer for you, man. Okay. I don't have an answer. All right. I, I've, I've literally never walked away from a job in my life, I don't think. Okay. There, there, there's probably been a situation where I couldn't do something and I called for help. I know there's been that situation, mm-hmm. but I mean. But you can change a tire. So yeah. you don't need help. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's not wearing a fanny pack. He right. can change a tire. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You don't see a fanny pack over here. That's man. Right. We're good. We're That's good. right. Yeah. That's right. Okay, cool. All right. Well, let's move on to the next one then. How do you wind down at the end of a long day? Uh, so I always go home. So I, I've got I've got one of the greatest dogs, man. Oh, so yeah. I always go home. I hear your dogs barking. Yeah, so they're out there chasing horses. Right you got some cool <laughs> ones too, man. But I always go home. I love on my dog and uh, take him either on a walk. He loves his tennis ball. He's a lab, so he loves his okay. tennis balls. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take him. We'll go throw his tennis balls. Um, and then, you know, before I go to bed, I got to read a couple pages out of my book. So, okay. yeah, it's the All best right. way to wind down. Anything good right now? Um, yeah, there's a really good book I'm reading. Uh, my business partner, Brian actually recommended it. Uh, it's called traction. Okay. So you should yeah. probably read it. You're, I have it. You're in it. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm reading that one right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I haven't gotten to that one yet. Okay, I'm, it's it's in the stack. I've I've barely started, so I'll let you know how it okay. is when I finish. But Brian, you know, he swears by it. He's like, dude, it will literally change how you do business. So, okay, yeah. it's been rec- recommended to me several times. It's so. it's up there. Okay, it's up there. Well, I'm reading the book too now, guys. So oh. if y'all want to know. <laughs> What, what, what book are you oh, reading? It's The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Oh, so. really? Is it fiction? It is fiction. <laughs> it, is, it is the prequel to The Hunger Games. Oh, really? So it's And by the way... I've heard that book is amazing. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah? So if you like The Hunger Games... Um, it's weird movie was eh. yeah i understand but books are books are better than movies i think they are because it's it's your own imagination coming up in all this you know so yeah it's it's a weird it's a weird story i'll just i'll just give you a little precursor it's weird you're like you're you're gonna go why would i want to read watch or read it's read right now it's not out (laughs) on movie yet why would you want to read that it's the story of president snow growing up okay and so you wind up actually liking him so um anyway it's it's fiction. It's not going to help me make more money or get yeah. more traction in my business. Yeah. However, it is going to help me sleep at night. So <laughs> that's going to help. There you go, man. There you go. All I, right. I haven't read a fiction book in a long time, so yeah. maybe I need to pick it up. And, and you know, uh, once I, once I went the nonfiction route, man, it's it's hard to go back to fiction. It I'm really a realist, is. man. I'm a realist, and and if it doesn't apply to my life, like it's just very hard to to focus and pay attention and want to do it. Yeah. You know, and I'm just. I've been in this mindset, you know, being an entrepreneur for so long, like I've got to feed that hunger. Mm-hmm. You know? That's so, good. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes you a better person. It does. And, and it's a, that's a good thing. Yeah. You're constantly so, growing, man. Yeah, constantly. absolutely. Yeah. And, and if you're not growing, then the opposite is true, right? Exactly. So, yeah. all right, cool. Uh, last question. Mm-hmm. What's one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice you've ever received? Um, it's got to be from my dad. Can't soar with eagles and uh, fly with buzzards. Mm-hmm. You are, who, you are who you hang out with. Absolutely. Yeah. That man, I I cannot tell you how often I literally preach that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that hit home, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I completely you're a, you're a product it. of your five closest friends. Yeah. So that's absolutely true. Yep. Man. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the other thing that's really interesting, um, now that we've broached the mask um conversation yeah. 
and that is that um, mask beard is real, y'all. Mask beard? Mask beard is real. Yeah. Like, like bedhead goes away as soon as you take a shower. Mask beard, it kind of it, it kind of just shapes it. It does. It? Like yeah. I've got like this weird like flare out thing going. Yeah. I look like a stormtrooper half the time. Does, does this normally happen with you? These little oh yeah yeah that's, little handlebar. That's actually intentional. Yeah, believe okay. it or not. Um, I like it. Fishy. Actually intentional. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. You, you, you putting some product up in that uh, up in that hair? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. A little wax. A little bit of wax. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Otherwise, it yeah it's frustrating. So you gotta <laughs> you gotta like I'll look into the camera. Here. It's it's getting there. Yeah. It's getting it's, there. It's very classy, man. I, I, well, it's uh, as the um, the the person that cut my uh, gave me a beard trim the other day. She said it's trendy. I was like, I'm shaving it off. <laughs> I don't, don't be, ever say that word. I don't again. want to be trendy. I'm, I'm gonna go buy a fanny pack. And yeah. So, but I, I have to tell you, like, I'm in no way, shape, or form anywhere close to Craig's dad. Whenever it comes to growing a mustache, yeah, like, yeah, it's, that's a tough one to beat. Yeah, so like, like he's he's, he's, he's kind of got some Sam Elliott action yeah, going. Sam oh really? Elliott. Oh yeah, yeah, Sam Elliott. Like, yeah, all the uh, you know. All the all the men that you think of like really good manly beards, men, yeah. He's up there. Yeah. His dad, man, it's for yeah. real. So uh. my 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 dad's got a pretty good mustache too. He's got it's back in the day it was red like yours. Mm. You know he's he's Irish, but now it's white. So yeah, but, yeah. dude, I, I like the white facial I hair too. Man. Yeah, I do too. That's, That's a good goal. Yeah, <laughs> That's a goal of mine. Yeah, white beard man. Mm -hmm. I mean you seasoned. earned that. Yeah, you're seasoned man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, Craig is the only one who can ask this next question, okay. but there, there is a secret question that we have to ask you. Okay. Absolutely. It's, it's vitally important to the show. Uh, that's pressure's right. on, man. Yeah, that's right. How do people find you if they want to get a hold of you? Very easy. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Mason Miller. You can find me on Instagram at Texas Credit. You can call the office. Uh, number's 936-447-9546. Visit our website, bwicredit.com. Um, those are the main ones, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll link all of that up in the show notes. Absolutely. Send it out via yeah. the email this week. For sure. That's right. Make sure people yeah. know how to get a hold of you. Yeah. Please reach out, man. I'd love to help you guys. So. Yeah. Uh, it, it, man, it's always good to, to talk to people who genuinely want to help other mm -hmm. people. You know, and it like that to me, that almost always translates into success in their own business. Well, that's, that's the foundation of, of you know, business is yeah. providing value. Yeah. providing a service you know? yeah yeah so. people aren't going to come back if they're not getting something from you or refer you yeah yeah absolutely so. and that's that's probably one of the biggest um um you know what's the word i'm looking for one of the one of the the nicest things somebody can do for me or the what's the word i'm looking for um i wish i knew <laughs> <laughs> when, when somebody refers you know, their friend or their family to me and my mm -hmm. company, you know, it's, it, it tells me I've done a good job, Yeah, mm -hmm. you know? And so yeah. it's, it's, I love it, man. That's, that's the nicest thing somebody could probably do is just refer somebody. Yeah. You know? Are you looking for a compliment? Is that the word you're looking for? Is a compliment whenever people. It is. Yeah. That's a, yeah. You can use that word. That's okay. a, that's a big compliment. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. the biggest word I know actually. That's, so. <laughs> that's the word I'm going with. That's good. Yeah. No Scrabble tournaments for Kev. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's, 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 it's a huge compliment, man. And I always reach out to those people. I tell them, thank you. As a matter of fact, you know, we have a great referral program. So if you do end up referring us business, we'll pay you. No, oh, mm, nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Man. Awesome. 
Well, cool. Uh, well, Craig, what are we what are we missing? Anything else? Uh, yeah, you need to hit the subscription button. Do it now. Subscribe, <laughs> follow, click, like, thumbs up, bird, yep. whatever it is. Dude, there was a we. I was going through our numbers yesterday, and there was a weird app that started popping up um, as the way people are listening to us. I never heard of it before, hmm. but it's like the number three way that people are listening to the show. Interesting, and I can't believe I can't remember the name right now. Well, so, but like, we need to look into it. Yeah, I know. But with, anyway, so you can you can listen to us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, right? What 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 Google. are you? Google Google Play, I think it is. Is it Google Play or Google? I think they I think they just changed it to Google Podcasts. I think you're right. It's Google Podcasts. It um, used to be Google Play, now it's Google Podcasts. It's now Apple Podcasts instead of iTunes. All yeah. these things change. Um, Long story short, you can find us. That's exactly right. <laughs> we're, we're out here. And, we're really out here. And the YouTube channel now, which is has been has been growing. Yeah. Since we've been, you know, using it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually putting videos up. that's right yeah, that's so. right so we and uh, and so like the, we we just put up some content that you're actually not going to get here you can go check out the the review we did on that uh ryobi brad nailer right super super cool yeah it is um so you know people cool. knock ryobi but good products man they are cheap cheap yeah, that's the thing that's the thing yeah. is you'll get your money out of them you know, I was I was uh, I was I was going through their products today, and like, um, and I was looking at that floor sweeper again. Mm. I actually watched some reviews on on the floor sweeper. So they have, um, it's it's almost like a garage vacuum cleaner slash broom that's powered by their twenty volt battery. Hmm. And you you basically, I mean, it's it's about a little bit wider than a lawn, than a, like a lawnmower, mm-hmm. and it's got a handle, and, and you, you turn it on, it? and you push it. And it just sucks up everything and sweeps at the same time. Puts it in a bag or what? Yeah, it's you got like go a little, it. it's got like a, it's almost like a wet dry vac. And yeah. it's got a little container on the back that you just yeah. take out and go dump in the trash. They've got some cool products, man. And they're ahead like, of the game for nobody sure. Nobody else is doing that. Yeah. Um, so like they're, they're definitely innovating yeah. for sure. So like, you know. Like I said, you'll get your money, you'll get your money's worth out of them for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, for like the price of like five Ryobi tools, you can buy like one Milwaukee drill. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And if I had my choice of Ryobi or, or Milwaukee, I'm mm-hmm. going with Milwaukee. But right. for the money, yeah. you know. Got to be smart. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a no-brainer. I've, I've got like three Ryobis in a, in a Milwaukee drill. I just, I splurged one day on the mm-hmm. Milwaukee. But yeah. the Ryobis I've literally had for probably five years. Yeah. And if I need it, it works. It's there. Yeah. Uh, every time. No complaints. Yeah. yeah. No complaints. Well, cool. Yep. Well, listen, uh, thank you for downloading this episode. Thank you for being yep. here. For it's, sure. It's Thanks for great episode. Yeah. This, is, this is something that I think is long overdue, yeah. for sure. Honest. Um, so thanks for doing that. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, uh, we're here every Tuesday. I mean, goodness, it's been over 100 episodes now. We're, yeah. We finally arrived. That's right. Getting a little gray hairs in us. That's all right. right. But anyway, yeah, thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time. See you.